Luke chapter 9 Jesus called together his twelve apostles and gave them complete power over all demons and diseases. Then he sent them to tell about God's kingdom and to heal the sick. He told them, Don't take anything with you. Don't take a walking stick or a travelling bag or food or money or even a change of clothes. When you are welcomed into a home, stay there until you leave that town. If people won't welcome you, leave the town and shake the dust from your feet as a warning to them. The apostles left and went from village to village, telling the good news and healing people everywhere. Herod, the ruler, heard about all that was happening. And he was worried. Some people were saying that John the Baptist had come back to life. Others were saying that Elijah had come or that one of the prophets from long ago had come back to life. But Herod said, I had John's head cut off. Who is this I hear so much about? Herod was eager to meet Jesus. The apostles came back and told Jesus everything they had done. He then took them with him to the village of Bethsaida, where they could be alone. But a lot of people found out about this and followed him. Jesus welcomed them. He spoke to them about God's kingdom and healed everyone who was sick. Late in the afternoon, the twelve apostles came to Jesus and said, Send the crowd to the villages and the farms around here. They need to find a place to stay and something to eat. There is nothing in this place. It is like a desert. <laughs> Jesus answered, You give them something to eat. But they replied, We have only five small loaves of bread and two fish. If we're going to feed all these people, we'll have to go and buy food. There were about 5,000 men in the crowd. Jesus said to his disciples, tell the people to sit in groups of 50. They did this, and all the people sat down. Jesus took the five loaves and the two fish. He looked up towards heaven and blessed the food. Then he broke the bread and fish and handed them to his disciples to give to the people. Everyone ate all they wanted. What was left over filled 12 baskets. When Jesus was alone praying, his disciples came to him, and he asked them, What do people say about me? They answered, Some say that you're John the Baptist, or Elijah, or a prophet from long ago who's come back to life. Jesus then asked them, But who do you say I am? Peter answered, You are the Messiah, sent from God. Jesus strictly warned his disciples not to tell anyone about this. Jesus told his disciples, the nation's leaders, the chief priests and the teachers of the law of Moses will make the Son of Man suffer terribly. They will reject him and kill him. But three days later, he will rise to life. Then Jesus said to all the people, If any of you want to be my followers, you must forget about yourself. You must take up your cross each day and follow me. If you want to save your life, you will destroy it. But if you give up your life for me, you will save it. What will you gain if you own the whole world but destroy yourself or waste your life? If you are ashamed of me and my message, the Son of Man will be ashamed of you when he comes in his glory and in the glory of his Father and the holy angels. You can be sure that some of the people standing here will not die before they see God's kingdom. About eight days later, Jesus took Peter, John and James with him and went up on a mountain to pray. While he was praying, his face changed 
and his clothes became shining white. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah were there speaking with him. They appeared in heavenly glory and talked about all that Jesus' death in Jerusalem would mean. Peter and the other two disciples had been sound asleep. All at once they woke up and saw how glorious Jesus was. They also saw the two men who were with him. Moses and Elijah were about to leave when Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three shelters, one for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. But Peter did not know what he was talking about. While Peter was still speaking, a shadow from a cloud passed over them and they were frightened as the cloud covered them. From the cloud a voice spoke. This is my chosen son. Listen to what he says. After the voice had spoken, Peter, John and James saw only Jesus. For some time they kept quiet and did not say anything about what they had seen. The next day, Jesus and his three disciples came down from the mountain and were met by a large crowd. Just then, someone in the crowd shouted, Teacher, please do something for my son. He is my only child. A, a demon often attacks him and makes him scream. It shakes him until he foams at the mouth, and it won't leave him until he's completely worn the boy out. I begged your disciples to force out the demon, but they couldn't do it. Jesus said to them, You people are stubborn and don't have any faith. How much longer must I be with you? Why do I have to put up with you? Then Jesus said to the man, Bring your son to me. While the boy was being brought, the demon attacked him and made him shake all over. Jesus ordered the demon to stop. Then he healed the boy and gave him back to his father. Everyone was amazed at God's great power. While everyone was still amazed at what Jesus was doing, he said to his disciples, Pay close attention to what I am telling you. The Son of Man will be handed over to his enemies. But the disciples did not know what he meant. The meaning was hidden from them. They could not understand it, and they were afraid to ask. Jesus' disciples were arguing about which one of them was the greatest. Jesus knew what they were thinking, and he had a child stand there beside him. Then he said to his disciples, when you welcome even a child because of me, you welcome me. And when you welcome me, you welcome the one who sent me. Whichever one of you is the most humble is the greatest. John said, Master, we saw a man using your name to force demons out of people. But we told him to stop because he isn't one of us. Don't stop him, Jesus said. Anyone who isn't against you is for you. Not long before it was time for Jesus to be taken up to heaven, he made up his mind to go to Jerusalem. He sent some messengers on ahead to a Samaritan village to get things ready for him. But he was on his way to Jerusalem, so the people there refused to welcome him. When the disciples James and John saw what was happening, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from heaven to destroy these people? But Jesus turned and corrected them for what they had said. Then they all went on to another village. Along the way, someone said to Jesus, I'll go anywhere with you. <laughs> Jesus said, Foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man doesn't have a place to call his own. Jesus told someone else to come with him, 
But the man said, Lord, let me wait until I bury my father. Jesus answered, let the dead take care of the dead while you go and tell about God's kingdom. Then someone said to Jesus, I want to go with you, Lord, but first let me go back and take care of things at home. Jesus answered, anyone who starts ploughing and keeps looking back isn't worth a thing to God's kingdom. Luke chapter 10 Later the Lord chose seventy-two other followers and sent them out, two by two, to every town and village where he was about to go. He said to them, a large crop is in the fields, but there are only a few workers. Ask the Lord in charge of the harvest to send out workers to bring it in. Now go, but remember, I am sending you like lambs into a pack of wolves. Don't take along a money bag or a travelling bag or sandals. And don't waste time greeting people on the road. As soon as you enter a home, say, God bless this home with peace. If the people living there are peace-loving, your prayer for peace will bless them. But if they are not peace-loving, your prayer will return to you. Stay with the same family, eating and drinking whatever they give you, because workers are worth what they earn. Don't move around from house to house. If the people of a town welcome you, eat whatever they offer. Heal their sick and say, God's kingdom will soon be here. But if the people of a town refuse to welcome you, go out into the street and say, we are shaking the dust from our feet as a warning to you, and you can be sure that God's kingdom will soon be here. I tell you that on the day of judgment, the people of Sodom will get off easier than the people of that town. You people of Chorazin are in for trouble. You people of Bethsaida are also in for trouble. If the miracles that took place in your towns had happened in Tyre and Sidon, the people there would have turned to God long ago. They would have dressed in sackcloth and put ashes on their heads. On the day of judgment, the people of Tyre and Sidon will get off easier than you will. People of Capernaum, do you think you will be honoured in heaven? Well, you will go down to hell. My followers, whoever listens to you is listening to me. Anyone who says no to you is saying no to me, and anyone who says no to me is really saying no to the one who sent me. When the 72 followers returned, they were excited and said, Lord, even the demons obeyed when we spoke in your name. <laughs> Jesus told them, I saw Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. I have given you the power to trample on snakes and scorpions and to defeat the power of your enemy, Satan. Nothing can harm you. But don't be happy because evil spirits obey you. Be happy that your names are written in heaven. At that same time, Jesus felt the joy that comes from the Holy Spirit, and he said, My Father, Lord of heaven and earth, I am grateful that you hid all this from wise and educated people and showed it to ordinary people. Yes, Father, that is what pleased you. My Father has given me everything and he is the only one who knows the Son. The only one who really knows the Father is the Son. But the Son wants to tell others about the Father so that they can know him too. 
Jesus then turned to his disciples and said to them in private, You are really blessed to see what you see. Many prophets and kings were eager to see what you see and to hear what you hear. But I tell you that they did not see or hear. An expert in the law of Moses stood up and asked Jesus a question to see what he would say. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to have eternal life? Jesus answered, what is written in the scriptures? How do you understand them? The man replied, the scriptures say, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength and mind. They also say, love your neighbours as much as you love yourself. Jesus said, you have given the right answer. If you do this, you will have eternal life. But the man wanted to show that he knew what he was talking about. So he asked Jesus, who are my neighbours? Jesus replied, as a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, robbers attacked him and grabbed everything he had. They beat him up and ran off, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, but when he saw the man, he walked by on the other side. Later, a temple helper came to the same place, but when he saw the man who had been beaten up, he also went by on the other side. A man from Samaria then came travelling along that road. When he saw the man, he felt sorry for him and went over to him. He treated his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandaged them. Then he put him on his own donkey and took him to an inn where he took care of him. The next morning he gave the innkeeper two silver coins and said, Please take care of the man. If you spend more than this on him, I will pay you when I return. Then Jesus asked, which one of these three people was a real neighbour to the man who was beaten up by robbers? The teacher answered, The one who showed pity. Jesus said, Go and do the same. The Lord and his disciples were travelling along and came to a village. When they got there... A woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, who sat down in front of the Lord and was listening to what he said. Martha was worried about all that had to be done. Finally, she went to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it bother you that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to come and help me. The Lord answered, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about so many things, but only one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen what is best, and it will not be taken away from her. Luke, chapter 11 when Jesus had finished praying, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his followers to pray. So Jesus told them, pray in this way. Father, help us to honour your name. Come and set up your kingdom. Give us each day the food we need. Forgive our sins as we forgive everyone who has done wrong to us. And keep us from being tempted. Then Jesus went on to say, Suppose one of you goes to a friend in the middle of the night and says, Let me borrow three loaves of bread. A friend of mine has dropped in and I don't have a thing for him to eat. 
And suppose your friend answers, Don't bother me. The door is bolted and my children and I are in bed. I cannot get up to give you something. He may not get up and give you the bread just because you are his friend, but he will get up and give you as much as you need simply because you are not ashamed to keep on asking. So I tell you, to ask and you will receive. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. Everyone who asks will receive. Everyone who searches will find, and the door will be opened for everyone who knocks. Which one of you fathers would give your hungry child a snake if the child asked for a fish? Which one of you would give your child a scorpion if the child asked for an egg? As bad as you are, you still know how to give good gifts to your children. But your heavenly Father is even more ready to give the Holy Spirit to everyone who asks. Jesus forced a demon out of a man who could not talk, and after the demon had gone out, the man started speaking, and the crowds were amazed. But some people said, He forces out demons by the power of Beelzebul, the ruler of demons. Others wanted to put Jesus to the test, so they asked him to show them a sign from God. Jesus knew what they were thinking, and he said, A kingdom where people fight each other will end up in ruin, and a family that fights will break up. If Satan fights against himself, how can his kingdom last? Yet you say that I force out demons by the power of Beelzebul. If I use his power to force out demons, whose power do your own followers use to force them out? They are the ones who will judge you. But if I use God's power to force out demons, it proves that God's kingdom has already come to you. When a strong man arms himself and guards his home, everything he owns is safe. But if a stronger man comes and defeats him, he will carry off the weapons in which the strong man trusted. Then he will divide with others what he has taken. If you are not on my side, you are against me. If you don't gather in the crop with me, you scatter it. When an evil spirit leaves a person... It travels through the desert looking for a place to rest. But when it doesn't find a place, it says, Hmm, I will go back to the home I left. When it gets there and finds the place clean and tidy, it goes off and finds seven other evil spirits even worse than itself. They all come and make their home there, and that person ends up in a worse state than before. While Jesus was still talking... A woman in the crowd spoke up. The woman who gave birth to you and nursed you is blessed. Jesus replied, that's true, but the people who are really blessed are the ones who hear and obey God's message. As crowds were gathering around Jesus, he said, You people of today are evil. You keep looking for a sign from God, but what happened to Jonah is the only sign you will be given. Just as Jonah was a sign to the people of Nineveh, the Son of Man will be assigned to the people of today. When the judgment comes, the Queen of the South will stand there with you and condemn you. She travelled a long way to hear Solomon's wisdom, and yet here is something far greater than Solomon. The people of Nineveh will also stand there with you and condemn you. They turned to God when Jonah preached, and yet here is something far greater than Jonah. No one lights a lamp and then hides it or puts it under a clay pot. A lamp is put 
on a lampstand so that everyone who comes into the house can see the light. Your eyes are the lamp for your body. When your eyes are good, you have all the light you need. But when your eyes are bad, everything is dark. So be sure that your light isn't darkness. If you have light and nothing is dark, then light will be everywhere, as when a lamp shines brightly on you. When Jesus finished speaking, a Pharisee invited him home for a meal. Jesus went and sat down to eat. The Pharisee was surprised that he did not wash his hands before eating. So the Lord said to him, You Pharisees clean the outside of cups and dishes, but on the inside you are greedy and evil. You fools! Didn't God make both the outside and the inside? If you would only give what you have to the poor, everything you do would please God. You Pharisees are in for trouble. You give God a tenth of the spices from your gardens, such as mint and rue, but you cheat people and you don't love God. You should be fair and kind to others and still give a tenth to God. You Pharisees are in for trouble. You love the front seats and the meeting places, and you like to be greeted with honour in the market. But you are in for trouble. You are like unmarked graves that people walk on without even knowing it. A teacher of the law of Moses spoke up. Teacher, you said cruel things about us. Jesus replied, "You teachers are also in for trouble." You load people down with heavy burdens, but you won't lift a finger to help them carry the loads. Yes, you are really in for trouble. You build monuments to honour the prophets your own people murdered long ago. You must think that was the right thing for your people to do, or else you would not have built monuments for the prophets they murdered. Because of your evil deeds, the wisdom of God said. I will send prophets and apostles to you, but you will murder some and ill-treat others. You people living today will be punished for all the prophets who have been murdered since the beginning of the world. This includes every prophet from the time of Abel to the time of Zechariah, who was murdered between the altar and the temple. You people will certainly be punished for all this. You teachers of the law of Moses are really in for trouble. You carry the keys to the door of knowledge about God, but you never go in, and you keep others from going in. Jesus was about to leave, but the teachers and the Pharisees wanted to get even with him. They tried to make him say what he thought about other things, so that they could catch him saying something wrong.